Hi, my name is Elena and I'm welcoming you to my podcast about student life, the student's voice. Uh, today we have the pleasure to speak to Parnika, a student in environment and natural resources. Welcome here. Hi, thank you for inviting me. So I'd like to start this conversation with a quotation uh, from Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, he says that earth provides enough to satisfy every man's needs, but not every man's greed. What do you think about that? Well, uh, it's a good quote, and I would, but I would still like to kind of correct it. <laughs> it's like every uh, like earth provides for every human and every species need. So we should just replace that man word with humans and species. Yeah. But it is true that we have enough resources to feed us, but uh, they are not enough if we talk about our greed more than the need. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think that having, I don't know, having not enough resources is a problem nowadays? Uh, that depends, like, from what perspective do you mean this question? Uh, I mean, for example, maybe you remarked that there is a problem in Europe with uh, gas because there are no more resources and there, I don't know, we, there, Europe has fights with uh, Russia because they are uh, the most, I don't know, the most, uh, the, the country that has the most uh, gas. So uh, what do you think? Do you think that this is a real problem or do you think that we can actually find solutions in order to, um, I don't know, to solve these problems related to the environment? Well, of course, yes, the problem is real regarding the resources and all responsibility goes to us as humans because we have extracted a lot in a short amount of time. But... Uh, I want to be hopeful and I would say that, yes, there is a solution to this problem, but not like uh, we have to start working in that direction. Yes. Uh, I wanted to ask you, where are you from and what are you studying exactly? Uh, well, I am from India and I am studying a master's degree program at University of Iceland. Uh, it's in environment and natural resources. Yes, uh, I see. And where are you from? I mean, which language do you, what's your mother tongue? Like Hindi, Tamil, because I know that there are different languages in India. Oh yeah, there are <laughs> a lot of languages. So my mother tongue is Hindi. I come from North India, specifically the capital of India, Delhi. Oh, I see. Uh, I'm passionate about languages and this is why I asked you about your mother tongue. I really like to ask people about their mother tongue. So interesting. And why did you choose for this master's program? I think this, that this is kind of, I know, particular because I never heard of a master's degree in environment and natural resources. Yeah, that's true. I haven't I didn't hear it either when I started it. I used to uh, like 
have those programs like called which are called sustainability mm-hmm. and sustainable development but mm-hmm. not by this name specifically uh but i like this program especially at this university because for two things one that it selected me mm-hmm. <laughs> and secondly because uh, it is very flexible and very interdisciplinary so they kind of uh, have very positive perspective if you are from a different background so they want you to have you know education in this field because and resources are being used by every type of person on planet so it doesn't matter which background you are from but it does matter that every background person is there so that we can help find solutions uh i see so it's like a, a kind of inclusive program yes very uh i see uh but what is what is environment and natural resources about like which subjects do you have well uh that's where it is flexible about because you can choose any type of subject you want mm-hmm. there are only like i would say in whole master program only four subjects maybe which are mandatory and rest is all up to you what you want to do through this masters mm-hmm. and if you want to go into specializations there are four specialization so in those the mandatory subjects do increase but mm-hmm. still you have enough opportunity for electives so uh, it is like for example if you ask me about the subjects then i have read a subjects like introduction to environment and natural resources which was mandatory then there was a course in ecology for the people who are not from ecology background mm-hmm. uh then there were some courses related to uh, for example statistics to know how the data is in this field uh <clears throat> i think yeah these kind of subjects uh but do you think that you are more oriented uh to research in this program or what exactly or like do you want to be an activist like uh i don't know an activist for ecology later on or what are the career prospects for this program well that's a very long question i don't know about the career prospects because i kind of chose this program because i wanted to learn mm-hmm. and i have like i have a background in mechanical engineering and have worked as an engineer for 6 years mm-hmm. so i always wanted to like do my masters but this time i got the chance to do it uh so career prospectives i think it would be like a variety of fields you could go into corporate uh, corporate jobs you could be an activist uh but for me i am more i like i would like to think myself more into you know academics so yeah. i would like to go into academics and research and maybe become a professor someday uh i see uh and what do you like in particular about this field uh well mostly uh, uh, till now i like the professors <laughs> like okay. they are not they are not at all judgmental if you don't know mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. they are very open that you don't know and they are very open to work with you mm-hmm. so i like that part the best because i don't know anything about this field i am just starting mm-hmm. to learn and it is good to know that people are there to support you even if you don't know stuff Ah, uh, I understand. So it's like the professors encourage you to gather new information and to understand the things that we're studying. 
Yeah, yeah th that's really good, I think, if the teachers are so, I don't know, if the teachers are so kind to show you the path and new things. Yeah, that would be correct. Uh, what should everyone know about your field of studies? Uh, pardon, can you tell me, like, rephrase maybe what do you want to ask? Uh, what I don't know what I don't know how to explain this question. Um, what are some essential things about environment and natural resources, like some key aspects of this field? Hmm. Well, it kind of firstly tells you what wrong is going on in the world, especially to related to resources. Mm -hmm. So in some of the courses we did follow, if you have heard about the conference COP26, mm -hmm. like how the world leaders come together and they have to follow IPCC protocols. And if they aren't following, then how, what type of things they report back and in what forms. So we get mm -hmm. to maybe kind of analyze why they are doing this and why they are not following the protocols. Yes. So I would say one essential part would be how our political leaders are not achieving what should be achieved. Mm -hmm. I know. So it's kind of um, just tracking the programs, like just tracking uh, what the, I don't know, the authorities or the politicians are doing or not doing related to the environment. Mm -hmm. I see. Uh, you said that you are passionate about research. Uh, in which topics would you like to do your research? Or in, in which topic are you writing your master's dissertation, for example? Well, I would say passionate is a very strong word. <laughs> so I would, I would not say I'm passionate because I still don't know a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot is there to discover. But I would do, uh, definitely say that I really like this subject, these subjects which I'm studying. For master dissertation, uh, I am starting to pick up interest related to field in soil science. So I am kind of hoping that I would do something related to composting and waste management maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, I see. Uh, but why are you interested in uh, soil sciences? Like, do you like chemistry? Do you like uh, do you like it for I don't know purposes of uh, I don't know for the plants because it's better for the plants or why do you like it? Uh, well, there was no specific interest in this field until I kind of did an assignment last semester, which was related to composting, and when I uh, looked at the facts like how much organic waste we are producing, it kind of was surprising that the waste was not being managed mm -hmm. and it is not kind of an individual problem, but it is a community problem and maybe a land problem, you could say, because we don't have enough land to manage that waste, specifically mm -hmm. in the countries where the waste is generated due to a, uh, a large amount of population. Yeah. So I just wanted to know, like, can we solve this problem, maybe especially in India, because we are a lot of people, so. Yeah, so basically composting is related to waste management, if I understand well. Yes. 
yeah that's interesting because i was always wondering where the waste goes and i've seen some uh, stuff on internet like videos with um I don't know, the turtles dying because we are throwing plastic in the sea. Or for example, the waste is not collected properly or people put it, I don't know, for example, the collectors, they put it in, a, in, the na in nature and that's not good for the nature. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, as I understand, I think that you are concerned about, I don't know, the problems that we have related to the environment and waste management. And I imagine that you are a person that looks a lot in, in the future. You think about the future when you think about these problems. Well, not the future per se, but I would uh, like, I do look at why the present scenario is like this. And maybe what we can do in the present scenario for this, but for the future, I I am a person who ha uh, like like to feel hopeful mm -hmm. for the future. Like I have an hopeful image of the future. Yeah. So like doing something in the present, taking action in the present in order to preserve our future and to secure our future. Yeah. Right. So uh, now I would like to ask you some things related to studying. Uh, what are your studying tips and tricks? <laughs> well, to be honest, there are no tips and tricks. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like based on individual to individual, how they want like to study, what they want to study, and how much efforts is needed in what type of subject. Uh, I see. Do you mean that actually, I don't know, analyzing the situation, the stuff that you want to study and uh, decide on a plan, for example? Yeah, I would say yes. Ah, I see. Uh, how does a normal day in your student life look like? <laughs> well, do you want an honest answer or yeah, 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 no, like no, no, based no. up answer? No, no, no. From your experience, just raw experiences. Well, uh, I would tell you two things like one is the one that I want it how it should be look, looking like. Mm -hmm. So it should look like that I am getting up like at proper times and going to classes physically. Mm -hmm. And then attending each and every lecture and following up on reading every time. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it is not like that at all. <laughs> so uh, because I am a person who is the most productive at night time. I don't know why, but it is like that. So mm -hmm. I usually do my studies during the night. And for the classes, I usually do like my reading for my personal, uh, like whatever I love, mm -hmm. especially when I want to do the thesis in soil science. So I am kind of finding how to figure out the knowledge that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. So I do that during my time and then I do the reading related to the subjects, uh, mm -hmm. mostly which are, you know, backing up the assignments. I see. Mm -hmm. uh, but don't you get tired if you are a person that works in, during the night? Well, I sleep during the day, so <laughs> that's, 
that kind yeah. of <laughs> but don't you feel uh, kind of uncomfortable because you don't have natural light during during the night you can't really go out uh, it's kind of strange i think uh no not really because uh, i do go out like i make sure that at least once or in a two days i go out in natural light and like mm-hmm. do uh, a normal walk but for studying uh, it doesn't matter if it's like sunlight outside or not it just depends depends on my mood like if i really want to learn or not uh i see and what are the things that put you in the mood of learning mostly the assignments get me started <laughs> okay <laughs> so like uh, when i am uh, thinking about the assignments uh, they kind of Uh, give rise to uh, a lot of other questions that make me learn other things aside from doing assignments ah okay so you are saying that an assignment is a way i don't know is a way that helps you to question your subjects or what you are learning yes definitely ah okay so i imagine that you are a more practical person because you think not about theory you think about questions like practical questions yes uh i do like uh like how to uh i like to know how things actually work in reality instead of just going into the philosophical sense ah i see That's interesting because I am that kind of person that thinks a lot about the theory and then thinks about the assignments but I don't think about the question firstly. So it's interesting to see that other people do it in a different way. And I never uh, so Yeah. How do you mean like when you say uh you don't think like questions? No, I mean when I am learning something new, I just I don't know, I just process this stuff and I try to understand it, but I I I don't think about questions related. I just understand the stuff that I'm learning and then I I'm start I start uh I don't know, asking questions in my mind or things like that. But that way also you are practical, aren't you? Because you are at the end of the day you are still asking questions. Mm, yes but if i understood well i i think that you said that you i don't know you go more direct directly into the questions i guess yeah i mean that that way it helps me learn more and it kind of keeps my interest otherwise reading a lot can also make you feel a little boring and sleepy at times Ah, I see. So you like to be, I don't know, to keep to be kept in some sort of energy, like doing something more active than just reading something. Yeah, right. Ah, Because when you are solving questions, you still have to read stuff. But that way you know why you are reading it because you know the question you want to answer. Mm. I understand. That's very interesting. So thinking about the question uh when reading something. I found this I find this really interesting. Uh how do you relax? Well, I go walking. Mm-hmm. Because Iceland is a beautiful country and I regret every day if I don't go out. 
yeah <laughs> yeah i i think that especially for you iceland is very different from india you have different i don't know different views different climate different things yeah definitely so wasn't it very hard to get used to iceland iceland is cold while india is warm <laughs> uh no not really i would say the only hard thing was finding the right clothes <laughs> that's it do you like uh, iceland uh yeah i mean i love i love the natural things I see. because like everything is almost intact so it feels that you are connected to nature somehow Uh, but what do you, did you choose for Iceland and not another country? Uh, no, I did uh, apply for other programs, but mm-hmm. this was the one that was really exciting and kind of felt like a dream that uh, I would be learning something very, very different. I see. Do you speak Icelandic? Uh, no, <laughs> I only know how to say hello and thank you. And that too with a mm-hmm. pretty bad accent. So. Yeah, I understand. Uh, did you ever had problems with studying? Uh, like what do you mean? Like, for example, I don't know. You found a certain subject very difficult because it was like this and like that. Like, for example, you found math very difficult because you couldn't manage to. understand the theory and make a parallel between the theory and the exercises well yes there were a lot of subjects especially during my bachelor's i would say mm-hmm. uh but if you talk about maybe maths then maths uh, was never challenging for me it was difficult yes but it was the one subject that i used to love since school so mm-hmm. Yes, but I I meant not necessarily problems related to your academic life, but maybe other problems related to studying, like you feel tired, you feel depressed. Uh, I don't know any kind of problems that you had. Well, yeah, I mean it is difficult to study when you have to manage a lot of things apart from studying as a student, because when I was in India, you. Uh, only had to study and you didn't have to think about like cooking your stuff and doing your own chores every time because your family was there with you but yeah. here you have to do everything on your own even like picking up groceries and cooking for yourself even when you are a lot hungry <laughs> so yeah those are the things yes i would say make like take some of the time from studying mm mm-hmm. But do you live alone or do you live with other people? No, uh, I live alone. Yeah. Uh, I But see. I am in student housing. Mm-hmm. But uh, don't you think that it's very difficult to be by yourself in a country that you don't know, in a new country, in a new society with people that you don't know? Yes, uh, it is difficult. But I kind of. I don't know I love I love it <laughs> because uh, maybe the people are very kind here and they are very very helpful. Yeah, I see. Uh did you manage to get friends to go out do interesting things? I don't know, tell me something interesting that you did in Iceland. 
yes i did find friends especially in my classroom mm-hmm. and we sometimes go out to explore some areas mm-hmm. because in iceland there is only bus as a public transport and that too doesn't go to every area mm-hmm. uh like for iceland all people are kind of settled around the coast in the entire country mm-hmm. so if you have to go to specific places where you want to hike or maybe to see some natural stuff you would have to go like maybe on walking after the bus stops mm-hmm. or you would have to have your own car or maybe rent a car and know how to drive ah uh, okay so you don't have a driving license do your friends have a driving license uh i have a driving license but uh i am from india so our driving is a little different from european driving because here people are driving on the right side and we have left hand driving ah i see so i think that in england they have the same i don't know the same cars yeah, yeah. that's interesting yeah I, i never thought about that yeah <laughs> like it's like i don't know it's like when you speak arabic you also write uh, on the left side instead of or i don't know how is it in arabic you write on the yeah so on the left side of the page i think no on the right side of the page and in other languages you go towards the left right i mean from in arabic uh, you are going from right to left if i am correct uh yeah it's like that and uh, in in the other languages you go from yeah it's very interesting you go from left to right um are you uncertain about your future why i think everybody is <laughs> every i think every student is uncertain about the future definitely mm-hmm. because there are a lot of things we can't control mm-hmm. and especially like i don't want to sound depressing but during the times we are in right now in this year specifically after mm-hmm. the pandemic has challenged us and now this war is going on yes uh what do you think that we need to do in order to i don't know to be less uncertain about the future or less depressed about what happens around the world well there is no solution for that Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. For me, I kind of feel sad for some days, and then uh, I would say I kind of pamper my mind that to think about like everything will be all right, and mm-hmm. think even if I am able to like think a little hope in my mind, then it kind of keeps me sane, I guess. I see. Uh, do you think that the pandemic has changed your student life in which ways? Oh yes definitely the main part would be the class uh, class schedules that now they have kind of uh, accepted that people need to do classes from their home because of physical gathering restrictions mm-hmm. but that kind of is uh, a positive point for me because i do like to do stuff on my own time so it helps me still attend the class even if i missed it physically Mhm. So uh it helps you to be I don't know to be more flexible in your daily routine. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that flexibility is always a good thing when we talk about university or studies? Uh, again, it depends from person to person. Some people like proper discipline routines and they feel like it's more challenging if they are working in flexible environment because then they have to manage a lot than university managing it for you. Mm-hmm. But I find it more helpful if it is I am managing the stuff rather than someone else telling me that you have to do this in this time. So you see yourself as a more, I don't know, independent person, like you like to organize yourself, not to be organized by other people. Yes. Like mm-hmm. like working on your own and organize your, I don't know, your day as you want. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Do you like to read? Well, yes, but it's very difficult to find affordable books in Iceland. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that you have a library at university, so you can loan books if you want to read something. Yeah, that's right. But uh, there is a lot to read in the subjects themselves mm-hmm. that it doesn't leave mm-hmm. time for reading something else. Uh, I see. And what's the best book that you've read and why? Well, I haven't read anything recently because of the mm-hmm. class schedules, but I did read a book last year, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called The Wisdom of Sam. Mm-hmm. And the best part in that book was it was kind of, it uh, makes you think about your own human behavior through the eye of the author and the person he's describing in that book. Mm, I see, but in which ways do you mean thinking about your own behavior? Like in which ways? Uh, In ways like how we express ourselves in even smallest situations, how we react Like when we feel sad, how is it different from normal human beings than let's say a person who is autistic? Mm -hmm. So what are the differences like an autistic person feels instead of uh, a normal person? Because in that book, uh, the author describes uh, his grandchild who is autistic Mm -hmm. and how he uh, directly expresses his emotions without, you know, concealing them in maybe... Uh, maybe not sugar coating it's just blunt so they come Mm -hmm. out a a little rude because people are used to concealing their emotions or maybe using a little sophisticated or I would say sugar coated language so that Mm -hmm. the other person doesn't feel hurt Mm -hmm. but since the person who is talked about in this book they are not able to introspect what others might feel Mm -hmm. so uh, they just uh, say things Uh, normally Mm -hmm. like straight away like a child would say I see Uh, but do you think that expressing your feelings can be also positive not necessarily negative or rude oh definitely it's always good to express your feelings but in which I don't know in which situation does it depend on the situation on the culture Uh, well, it does make it difficult for you to express if the cultural difference is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, if you are talking about the difference in languages, 
because uh, a lot would be you know lost in translation for example uh, imagine an icelander who doesn't know english a, lo- uh, a lot more so whatever they are translating from icelandic to english uh, might be seen as rude even though it is not and they don't mm-hmm. even need uh, you know in those wo- those words mm-hmm. so do you think that emotions or expressing emotions depends on the language no it doesn't depends on the language it just depends on what type of person they are but it does get lost when it is being translated from native mm-hmm. uh do you think that different persons uh have different ways of de- expressing themselves or different languages or different ways or or of saying something yeah of course we are different so mm-hmm. we have different ways of expressing ourselves uh how do you express yourself for example well it depends in front of whom i am expressing mm-hmm. like if it is a person i i know that they won't mind if i am being truly honest mm-hmm. then i say whatever is coming in my mind and i know that uh, they won't you know take it very personally they would understand what i am talking about mm-hmm. but if it is a person i don't know personally so i would be a little careful in telling what i feel like choosing the right word instead of just blurting out whatever it is in my mind yes um do you think that um if you i don't know if you don't express i don't know if you are careful when expressing your feelings towards a person that you don't know you are less honest no it's not like less being less honest it's just like you want to make sure that the other person kind of gets what you are trying to say instead of being lost in the emotions that come with the expression ah like you meant like controlling your emotions controlling your attitude when you are face when you face someone else yeah Uh so I I understand now. So you are saying that you should control your emotions um I don't know control your attitude towards someone that you don't know. I am not saying anything. It's totally up to a person. Mm-hmm. I mean this is how I feel or maybe sometimes I may have, you know, expressed mm-hmm. myself even with the emotions and mm-hmm. that person might have not understand. you know mm-hmm. totally and i maybe i don't even know that they haven't understood because of the cultural difference or maybe the language difference mm-hmm. uh did you notice some um, cultural differences between you and people from iceland not specifically it can be in india as well like even between different states mm-hmm. even it could be even different between families themselves like mm-hmm. how people are born and brought up uh like humans there are more types of differences like differences in a family differences i don't know at university differences everywhere yeah i mean they must have gone through different experiences in life so they might have uh understood emotions differently than maybe you have uh, you know understood mm mm-hmm. 
So you perceive um, emotions, you feel differently because you have a different background. Yeah. I see. Um, which book would you recommend to a student or to a young man? Uh, like in general or? Uh, it could be anything. Like for example, a book that influenced you when you were a child or something, something that you liked, for example. Well, I would recommend this book, Wisdom of Sam, mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely. Mm -hmm. And uh, who wrote this book? Uh, I am very bad at remembering names, <laughs> but okay. yeah, I, I don't remember the author, but I do know that he is a psychologist. Mm -hmm. And he works with people. Mm -hmm. uh, what are what do you like to do in your free time? Like, do you sing? Do you dance? Do you write? Things like that. Uh, I used to uh, do sketching and painting, mm -hmm. but uh, I did a lot of that when the pandemic uh, lockdown started. Mm -hmm. So, but currently I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. uh, Nowadays, I find myself just looking out the window. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. it. And I just see. watching the nature. Mm -hmm. But are you still uh, in isolation in Iceland? Are you still under restrictions? Uh, no, they have removed restrictions entirely in Iceland. Mm -hmm. But I am still taking all the precautions because you never know. Yeah. Uh, could you recommend people some places to visit in Iceland? Well, I haven't visited a lot myself, mm -hmm. but uh, there are places I have been in Reykjavik, which is the capital. Mm -hmm. So any they can visit any by anywhere near coast or maybe in the forest areas. Mm -hmm. Like everything is beautiful, so. I would recommend all of the country. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, I suppose that you like uh, hiking in the mountains, uh, watch the nature. What's your relationship with the nature? Uh, it makes me feel peaceful. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you are very stressed or on a certain day, you like to go for a walk, I suppose. Yes. It... Uh... Well, in fact, it re very recently happened, uh, maybe a day before yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, I was pretty much upset about these situations mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, the uncertainty of our own futures as students. Uh, then I decided that uh, I should just go out and let's see uh, how the atmosphere is there. And when I went for a walk, it totally changed my mood. Mm -hmm. I mean, instantly. It was as if the nature was like, let me pamper you so that you feel happy. I see. Uh, do you think that, um, do you think that you are a person that likes to spend more time alone or with people? Uh, both actually. Mm -hmm. uh, I do uh, like to spend time with myself, but mm -hmm. I also like to meet. Ah, but so it's not like, like it's not like a lot mm -hmm. because again, meeting people also exhaust you. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. because a lot of energy goes in socializing mm-hmm. but i do like to meet new people uh so it's kind of um i don't know would you say that you are more of an introvert than a, than an extrovert or both depending i think i'm in between <laughs> yeah <laughs> it depends <laughs> yeah um how important are achievements and success for you well it depends what type of achievements and success uh you're talking about like for me success is that i am really happy in what i am doing that's it mm-hmm. and achievement is i am able to you know do some milestone work which let me get nearer to being happy every day that's it okay so success is more uh, is for you related to happiness not to something physical or not to something like i don't know getting a very good grade on an exam or something like that just doing what you like well getting good grades is a bonus mm-hmm. but it's not uh, what i strive for no i mean i just want the grades to be like more than enough for you know eligible for certain things that's it but it's not like that i want them like maybe 10 on 10 or something mhm i see uh, do you think that failure is something uh, very very bad uh no failure is not bad at all because uh, i have been you know failed at a lot of things like for example mm-hmm. last year uh, our company kind of broke and mm-hmm. was uh, it closed down entirely and every person who was employed had to find job mm-hmm. so if you see then at that stage i felt like you know a lot of more uncertain because that thing failed but that itself gave me the opportunity you know to look more about like which masters program i can do what is the way i can study maybe some other courses maybe mm-hmm. this course or that course Yeah like uh, understand your situation and trying to find new solutions trying to do something else trying to choose other courses I see yeah. so like uh, continuously finding solutions for your problems continuously uh, I don't know how to say shaping yourself by taking into consideration the situation Yeah Mhm Uh do you think that personal development is important for students? Uh well that's what make us students because we are developing mm-hmm. ourselves every day by reading something new. Uh no but I meant uh personal development besides school like uh, not only not to be only focused on school like doing other things in order to develop yourself like you said uh I had this problems because I fell I failed and then I thought about choosing other courses this is some sort of personal development that's not directly related to knowledge to I don't know to university to the academics Uh, i would say even if like you are focusing on personal development it, it has to come through knowledge mm-hmm. even if it's not coming from university or academics because whenever you are learning something through any experience it is still a knowledge to you yes so every i think everyone is developing themselves every day by doing if they mm-hmm. are doing something new not like 
a very new persons but yeah. they are kind of you know uh, finding what they like if they are trying to find what they like and what makes them happy then they are like in my opinion they are doing personal development i see so you think that personal development is related to your passions to what you like what you are learning when you do something that you like yeah i see uh i think that we had a very pre- pleasant conversation and in conclusion i'd like to pick up on the stuff that i liked and that i learned from you uh you said that it's very important to have supportive professors professors that are kind professors who are always willing to help you and you had this experience in iceland um you also said that this master's program teaches you a lot about what's going in the world uh i also find your uh, your research topic uh, i don't know or yeah or your research topic uh, so composting very interesting i never read a paper on composting and you really made me think about um waste management because i it's a very i don't know it's a great challenge we don't know how to i don't know to take concrete measures related to waste management in certain countries especially in countries where the population is uh, very very big like in india Um another thing that I found interesting is the fact that you encouraged us to think about the questions like when we have an assignment we should think about the questions uh I found it interesting because I think that everybody is some sort of used to I don't know do I don't know do the theory like understanding the theory and then just apply it to the questions but I think that your method is very, very interesting because you go out to the questions and then you try to relate these questions to what you learn so you do something more practical practical so not just reading you are more active and i think that a lot of students got bored bored when reading something and um, doing something practical like knowing beforehand what you want to do a research on like knowing beforehand the assignment the question uh what the professors are asking you is the right way to i don't know to do an assignment to ask to answer sorry a question Uh, you also talked about flexibility you said that you like to manage i don't know to manage uh, your daily schedule by yourself uh, i liked the book that you i don't I, i haven't read the book that you recommended but i like the idea like you're directly expressing your emotions uh, which is perceived as i don't know as something unusual in today's in certain situations in today's society uh, we are used to conceal uh, our emotions and uh, Um, our I don't know our expression of emotions depend on the person depend on the situation um, you also saw that persons with different experiences like your parents understand emotions in a different way and I agree with that um, another key phrase that I picked from you was a walk could change your mood I think that um, nature is a very good way to relax 
So thank you so, so much for participating in my podcast. Uh, I wish you good luck with your studies, with what you are doing, with all you are doing. Thank you. You listened to the student's voice. Thanks for listening and I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Don't hesitate to follow me on social media in order to catch with the next episode. Bye.